Listener Production. Barely brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it drives me mad. Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, good to be back in Sydney over the weekend, Alex Dyson. I was walking back. through Hyde Park. Yeah, I'll go into it a little bit later <laughs> on, but I was, uh, my whereabouts always mis- mysterious. I was walking through Hyde Park. There was just so many people gathered. Yeah. And I had to stop. I said, what's, what is going on? Mm. They said, oh, it's a beta squad meet and greet. You ever heard of beta squad? No. Is that to do with, you know, internet words for um, men? No. Well, I don't know. Maybe. So like a group of dudes from the UK. They just do, they're like YouTubers. They put on heaps of just general videos. And man, this place was heaving with it. I could not believe it. They were just chatting to each other? They are just hanging out? They weren't even there yet. There was like the whole park was packed and they were still one and a half hours away. So I was just, I am, you know, I'm out of touch. That's what I'm saying, Alex Tyson. I was there for the Lego launch of, of Lego Dreams, which is out today. I was hosting that at the Australian Museum with, with, with 25 6 to 12-year-olds all <laughs> making slime and building Lego at the top floor <laughs> of the Harbour View room. Yeah, damn. Before we went on a dream hunt through the dinosaur exhibit after hours. Thank you very much. It was very Ben Stiller. Jeez, that is much better than Lego Nightmares as well, which is just like you've got a bit of food at the other side of a room and in the middle of it is just, it's dark and <laughs> there's just Lego strewn across the <laughs> ground and you've got bare feet. That's my Lego nightmare. Uh, but listen, hope you're having a good one today. Whatever you are up to, I'm Alex, that is Matt, and we're going to be jumping into a large, uh, what we like to call podcast. Go on, Daiso, tell them more. You know what we're doing. Yeah, you, we've, know we've... What we're, you know what we're doing. Well, this Own is Own it. Of... Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous too. Um, no, look, listen. Today, I think something begins that I think, honestly, could be really, really good if we put more effort into it than we have so far. No, but, uh, no, I think we put in the perfect amount of effort. I think it is really great. All right. Well, for those of you who like well-known songs having their lyrics changed, you're going to enjoy this show today. Broda's coming through for some clickfish. It should be a whole heap of fun. Shall we do it? Yeah, let's dive in. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're all having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, I tell you what, journalists around the UK were running frantic. Over the weekend. Why, because of Eurovision? Just... No, no, was, no, no. That was in the UK this year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it was after, um, you know, Ukraine won last year and uh, Liverpool offering to host this year. Uh, we might touch on that a little bit later on. You'll find out who the winners and losers were, if um, if that's your thing. No, 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 there was far more important um, news coming out of the UK over the weekend. Um, <clears throat> this was reported on by Wales Online, the Metro, uh, Manchester Evening News, okay. Lancashire Evening Post, the Sun, the Derbyshire Times, the Derby Telegraph. Jesus, pretty wide coverage there. No, I know, especially from the from the big one, BBC. Here we go. Let's see how they started their coverage of this particular story as well. Fish, chips, and rock and roll came together unexpectedly <laughs> in a peak district village when Oasis star Liam Gallagher stopped by for supper. <laughs> so the headline that I keep seeing around the place, uh, as particularly reported by the BBC, Liam Gallagher buys battered sausage in chip shop. 
<laughs> I'm not joking. This has <laughs> made national this? news. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the problem. Because it's all in the click. There, there's no, there's, you don't even need to click on the headline. <laughs> Liam Gallagher buys battered sausage in Chippy is what they've said. Do you, know the way, do you know what the funniest thing is? This story, this news story is by Jennifer Harvey and Matt Barlow. <laughs> Two journalists co-wrote this article together. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So he said a Gallagher had ordered a selection of food, including fish, chips, and a battered sausage. Now, a battered sausage. Are we talking Dagwood dog here? <laughs> I reckon they must have been. wonder if it was on the stick. The old battered salve. Because that's a that's a yeah. name the Roy and HG I think used in um when they commentate the gymnastics <laughs> at the Olympics. Oh, into the, the battered sav. sav. Moving on to the Hello Boys. <laughs> but <laughs> any word as to whether it was enjoyed by the Gallagher brother? Well, uh, apparently from the people who own the the restaurant, they said he had a selection of things: fish, chips, peas, curries, pies, and a battered sausage. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Grafton said he had heard, but see, out of all of those things, the battered sausage is the one that consistently ends up in the headlines. Like yeah. every headline, if you look at Liam Gallagher, mm. it says it's the battered sausage that everyone finds the newsworthy thing. I don't know why. I love a Dagwood dog though. My, oh my. There's not a day that goes by where I don't think of them, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. An, I it really that. annoys me that they're only like a, a Royal Easter show kind of treat. A carnival show. I, I know. <laughs> Why do the carnies get them and not us, you know? And it's true. They've got they've got 100% access to Dagwoods. <laughs> where, where us mere mortals <laughs> need to find our, our closest fair or fate <laughs> <laughs> to want to wrap our lips around a buddy battered sausage. Yeah, apparently this this particular encounter with the um, the bad boy of English Brit Pop um, mm-hmm. changed the owner of the fish and chip shops. You of them, oh. Mr. Grafton, the owner said, wasn't a fan of his because of the persona that comes over it. But having met him, I have to say my opinion has changed a hundred percent. So <clears throat> there you go. I mean, I well, it's <laughs> it's very good that this this news story has come out now. This morning, breaking news here on All Day Breakfast. And um, we like to stay abreast of new music. And as a result, we, we'd like to present to you the brand new single from Oasis. Oh, my God. Wait, this wasn't planned. What is this? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think which song works best for battered sausage. Battered sausage. I was trying to think of that as well. Yeah. Um. um Brat worst the story morning glory. Does that work? <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> One day you will find me walking down the chip shop with a battered sausage sitting in my head. One day you find me. <laughs> no, please. Champagne supernova? Uh, no, no, I love it. I love it. I was going to say, no, please keep going. I want to hear more. <laughs> um, should we make an actual one, do you reckon? Um, Wonderwall's probably the easiest. Today is going to be the day where I'm going to get some fish and chips. <laughs> no, but, it's, uh, it's no way. Right. No, come on, mate. <laughs> don't, don't get in the way of a man and his parody, sir. Do not get between an Alex Dyson and his parody. <laughs> oh, All right. God.
Well, Alex Tyson, when you got a four-year-old, you start playing four-year-old games, and Duck, Duck, Goose is one of them. And I have to tell you, I was looking pretty goosish over the weekend <laughs> as I hit the streets of Sydney yet again. Would you believe I was back in Sydney? Have you ever looked? Ever looked at your hometown like a tourist? You live there or something? What's going on? <laughs> Oh, you'd almost think so. Hey, like I feel like on this podcast just a couple of days ago, I was talking about how I just moved finally back to Brisbane. Mm. Yet here I am in Sydney again with the whole family, mind you, and we were living as tourists. It was very exciting. Have you ever stayed in Melbourne as a you know as a tourist? Um, whilst living here, yeah. You ever done no, a staycation? Well, well, I'm from Victoria. Well, from Warrnambool. I did three years in in um. Melbourne for uni and then moved to Sydney. And so, yeah, coming back to Melbourne, it was good. It made me want to move back when I was walking. It was a Thursday night, first game of the footy season, walk, walking oh. along the Yarra. We were down oh. for Comedy Festival, I think. So that oh. was on the, in front of me. Like, it was a beautiful sunset going down. And there's all these people walking to the MCG. And in front of me, there was like a dude in a Carlton jersey holding hands with like his girlfriend in a Richmond jersey. And it just Stop vibes were high. It. And I was just like, that's what it's all about. You know? <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. I'm getting chills, mate. Goosebumps. Yeah. Getting the goose pimples. Um, yeah, so well, I looked out. You are. <laughs> it works for you being a goose, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, I was. I mean, we stayed at a hotel. Um, and we haven't stayed in a hotel in Sydney for, you know, I've, I've lived there for the last 15 years. Well, so I've been different to two weeks ago. You're staying on a mattress on the floor of an empty house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watching the TV on the carpet uh, from a single stool in the middle of the lounge room. Uh, yeah, no, this time I was looking out over Hyde Park. Oh. Right? Oh, mate. It was fancy. A lot of windows. And I just kind of, like, I was I was always thinking, like, because I, I was in my hotel room. And when you're in that situation, all you see is windows. And you're kind of just quite happy, like, being nude in that situation. But not without thinking that people really could be... There is a, um, there is an arrogance to the hotel room in which <laughs> this is my sanctuary. <laughs> exactly. Like is, no one can see me, no, but, then, but then, but then Belinda mean, you, the gets other you, day. Gets you in trouble sometimes. Like well, that's it, Matt, when someone walks in on you. Belinda was like, oh, I'm going to go for a walk into town and buy something from the shops. And then she like, was like, I'll wave to you from the park. And so she went down in the park and called us and we answered and then she's like, I'm waving and we wave back and she's like, I can see you in the room. And I was like, you can see us 18 floors down. What about when, when it's nighttime and the lights are on and I'm walking around in the nutty. And I reckon there's sus as people. I honestly. What, the, Hyde Park? Nah, mate. You'll just be, you just have a few ibises snooping on you, mate. I reckon there are a few people who have, I reckon there are permanent bird watchers. <laughs> In that, in that park. Yeah. The binoculars you know? slip occasionally. <laughs> Whoops. Well, <laughs> it's like when I went over to a friend of a friend's house. I think I've talked about this, but when I went over to a friend of a friend's house, they lived on the beach and they had a telescope in their lounge room. And mm. I was like, sus <laughs> as. Because I Wait. knew him. I was like, you are not a stars person. Anyways. Yeah. So. Are you saying that it was trained on the beach? The beach girls, few people on the towel. <laughs> Having a tan. Exactly. Well, I was like, you've never talked to me about stars in your life. <laughs> Yet you you apparently have one, like, like them enough to have a telescope in your lounge room. 
Just do a bit of stargazing, do you, you sus comedian? <laughs> so are gonna, dodgy. Are you going to name names? <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Anyways, <laughs> I reckon you know them as well, actually. <laughs> Anyways, look, the point is, in fact, I know you know them. You all, you work with them, sort of. Okay, so, <laughs> so um, we couldn't get our lights on, actually, at night time. In the hotel room. Why not? I don't know. The card wasn't in the No, that's what we thing. thought. That's what we thought. Like, we're talking about the bathroom light was on, the TV was on, the bed lights were on. We could not get the main room lights on. We're flicking them on and off. There was two switches in the room. Flick mm-hmm. them on and off, on and off, on and off, not working. We call up reception. Hey, lights aren't working. They do the old, Let's. we'll just send someone up from reception just to make sure. Okay? Yep. It's like, fine. Guy comes up. What do you think he does? Flicks them on and off. On yep. and off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> we're like, yes, we did that. And he's like, just needed to check. They're yep. obviously not working. Would you like some, you know, a bottle of wine to uh, say sorry? Oh. We're like, yes, please. Thank you. Not bad. Then he goes, what about some, some chocolates for the, for the, for the child? And then Sophia says, I don't like chocolate. Oh. And so he says, okay, maybe some candies then. And she's like, sure. <laughs> then he goes away and comes back with just a bottle of wine. And Sophie goes, where's my candy? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he must have forgotten. Promised, I'm sorry. You promised so, the girl candy. <laughs> so then that, that was a little bit of a disappointment. But then he... Oh, he didn't go back and get some? No, nothing. That was just like, it's like he just ignored it. Mm. Then he goes, okay, I'll, I'll send a, a repair person up on 9am tomorrow morning. All right. So Sunday morning, 9am, we have to wake up, knock, knock, knock on the door. <laughs> repair person there. He's got some stuff, a little ladder, bags, mm. everything. He goes, so you got a problem with the lights? We go, yeah. He turns on the light and the lights come on. <laughs> and we're like, no, you got to understand, man. This, they weren't. Is it the same switches that you and the other. <laughs> yes, of course they were the same switches. <laughs> He's like, it seems to be working just fine. We're like, oh, yeah, I know now. You think that we haven't switched the lights on? You think that's what we thought? And I have no idea, but then I was lying on the bed and I flicked the lights on. I flicked, you know how there's mm, two lights, which yeah. is sometimes one next to the bed and one next to the door. I think they had to be in a certain combination of on and off. Mm. One had to be off and one had to be on and then one had to be off and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that was what was going on. But we looked like absolute gooses. <laughs> absolute gooses to this repair person. So I thought I'd ask, when have you completely wasted a repair person's time? Thank you, everyone who got in touch. Matt.and.alex in the DMs. Danny got in touch, said a mechanic came out for a dead battery. Turns out the car wasn't turning on because I'd taken it out of park. <laughs> oh, done that, hey. <laughs> Abby, our split system wasn't working. We called our electrician friend over to help us, only to find the remote just needed new batteries. I tell you what, those aircon remotes and their batteries, they chew them up, don't they? Have you ever had a like a aircon remote that's just really simple and easy to use? <laughs> I don't. It's always these. But also, have you ever and, the thing with the aircon remote? I always find is like you have to press the on, like you press on and the and it beeps, mm. but the aircon doesn't turn on. Yeah, and then you press off and the the console beeps and it just it just goes back back and forth. Mason, I once spent more than five hours on the phone with a support service, only for me to realise I was spelling my password wrong. <laughs> Five hours, basically. <laughs> oh, um, Bella, uh, I took my dog to the vet for belly lesions. 
Turns out boy dogs have nipples too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got them. <laughs> I've got them here. Hey, look, it's a mystery. It's one of those scientific mysteries. Why do, why do we have them? Who knows? <clears throat> Ross, an old lady brought her car in for a clunking sound when she turned around corners. Turned out to be a tin of beetroot rolling around under the driver's seat. <laughs> There's your problem. <laughs> and we got Bailey on the line. Hello, Bailey. You wasted a few hours on the phone as well. Yeah, so um, when I was younger, I was on school holidays and mum was going to work, so she decided that it was a good idea to let me set up the internet while she was at work. So I spent all day on the phone with tech support and it eventually landed that they were going to send out a technician with a brand new router and I'd spent, I think it was about two or three days during this week, just telling the bank it's not working, it's not working. <laughs> anyway, so then they send out this router and say, look, we're sending out a technician, and if it turns out that you've done something wrong, we're going to charge you for the, the cost of sending out this person. I was like, mate, it's Ooh. not working. It's your fault. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I go to unplug the existing router, <laughs> and I never put it in at the PowerPoint. So it was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> So then I had to call them to tell them not to send out this bloke. And I had to pretend that it wasn't my fault. So I said that a cloud blocked the satellite and it must have just cleared up during the day. Wait, hang on a second, Bailey. You told professionals that a cloud was blocking the satellite. Uh, look, I was, uh, yes, yeah. Look, if I had my time again, I would, probably would have said, say, oh, I would have plugged it in, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> you probably God. would have looked sillier saying that rather than exactly. it wasn't plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I had to make the same light of mum and be like, I don't know, but it must be the clouds. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much, Bailey. We're very glad that you finally got connected and were able to message in to our Instagram at matt.n.alex. Thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. No worries. Have a good one. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Click, With producer Bron. Yes, it's time to talk turkey and gobble, gobble up a bit of click fates. It is producer Bron with Clickfish. G'day, Bronwyn. Hello. Now, Bron, what have you been up to this weekend? I've been all over Eurovision this weekend. Oh. <laughs> have you actually? I have. I woke up really early on Friday morning to watch it all live, the semifinals, then got up early Sunday <laughs> to watch the grand final. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've been I've been having a little bit of a, a renaissance period with my Eurovision love because uh, you might remember that last year I was actually one of Australia's judges, That's right. um, part of the jury. <laughs> Didn't get asked on back. The, on the Australian team. Well, you never get asked back. Uh, it's only, it's a once and done kind of thing, but I tell you what, there's been a couple of tunes that have made their way into my playlist from last year that I have been revisiting something <laughs> acronic. Okay, I, that's probably it wasn't not... a discernible lyric in there. It was no, like Simlish. Because, because it's it, it, it's the Italian song, uh, oh, okay. Brividi, but I don't know any of the words, so I just sort of sing it along like that. Is that racist? I don't know. But I was trying. I was trying. To yeah, I mean, I would support effort of a song you love. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. And also Cornelia. It's like when I sing Ramstein. <laughs> Go Ein on. Kleiner Mensch stirbt 
Nuten Schein. So hat man das für tot befunden. I don't know what that says. It could be, could be bad. It could actually be really bad. Like, I think I said it well, but like, it could be bad words. It's strange time. Anyway, Bron, so, what did you think of it all? Oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah. It was actually so much fun. It was, the vibe was amazing. Even though people upset at the winner. Well, I mean, when are they not? Honestly, you tell me any time Eurovision person's won and the whole world has gone, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, this there's more on the line than just a, a, a trophy, you know? This is pride. It was held in England this year um, due to the fact that Euro- Ukraine won last year, correct? Yeah. And then also, but it is a bit sus that Sweden won, do you reckon? Well, I didn't oh, know I'd Sweden, Sweden win. win again. Yeah, they won. The, the same person has already won, I think, like more than 10 years ago. <laughs> and they won again. So they're going to host <laughs> next year because the pe- person that wins, yeah. like, their country becomes the host country. Then it also happens to coincide with the 50th anniversary of ABBA winning. Really? So people are like, this is a bit sus because of it, like the 50th anniversary is going to be in ABBA's home country. Right, reckon a bit of a conspiracy going on from the votes. There is. I don't I don't know whether she ever won Eurovision previously. She certainly entered. No, she won. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, second ever double winner. Wow. Oh, okay. What year? 2012. Yeah. You, they should just say you're not allowed to do, like I don't know. <laughs> you should you should just not go back. You, you know, reckon, like you, you should move Shannon on with your life. Gone for Australian Idol again this year. Just <laughs> yeah. a little bit of unfinished business. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, like you just sort of should have progressed in your career and life. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> savage. Well, like, I mean, what more do you want? What do you mean progressed? You've just won Eurovision again, Ted. That's it. That's at the top of your game. Yeah, but over move over. Move over for the young'uns. Right. They well, need it. They need the cred a bit more. So that's to the US Supreme Court. Um, listen, Bron, uh, what else have you been clicking on? Well, we should congratulate the Australian outfit as well. Oh, Voyager, they were amazing. They, they came ninth. They did very, very nicely. And it is good to see Kitar's back centre stage. Oh, you've been waiting for this moment your whole I life, Thank you, Alex Voyager. <laughs> For just showing the world what this instrument can do, because oh, I tell you what, it is bloody sex on stage. When I a bet you dusted yours off this morning, <laughs> just oh, out of tribute. <laughs> Does yours even have dust on it? Is it just well played? I did play it recently. I was been thinking of, at Comedy Republic, like in interval, just like doing some um, acoustic guitar covers. <laughs> We're like not telling what they just come down and there's just a dude in the corner just playing some um, yes. guitar. <laughs> I think we're all into that. Let's do it. All right, we'll give it a go. All right, Brian, what else have you been clicking on? So this is from Lad Bible. Headline, people think Armenia's Eurovision song says fart in my face. We've got a grab of it. Fart my face, fart my face. <laughs> it does sound a lot like that, doesn't it? Hey, I'm going to listen to it again. Fart my face, fart my face. I think it's fire in my face, right? No, it's it's fire in my veins. Oh, fire well, in my okay. Veins. It does fart sound my... like fart in my face. Though. It does sound a lot like fart in my face, gotta, fart in my face. I've got to listen with fire in my veins in my mind. Hang on. Fart in my face, fart in my face. And that was fart in my face by <laughs> Arsmania. <laughs>
<laughs> oh boy. Um, have the have the band responded? Um, no, no, because "Fire in My Veins" is is the correct is the correct uh, lyrics. Okay. Allegedly. Um, I was thinking about that because my my daughter's four years old and she is at ass height for a lot of people. And she really stands close to people. Like we were in the queue at the airport and she was just standing so close to someone. And I was like, you, you're really in the firing line here. You're not giving them much space at all. And it's, it's on you, you know, it's on her. Oh boy. She cops the crop dusting. Now, <laughs> where did fire, uh, fart in my face come in the, in the Eurovision contest? I don't think Carmania was top 10. I'm not sure. Mm, okay. Didn't make it. Oh, that's a shame. What about uh, another little article for us, Bron? No. Oh, that's a damn shame. Anyway, well, thank you very much, Bron, for giving us a big episode of Flickfish. We always enjoy having you in the studio. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Please keep in touch with us on at matt.and.alex. Anytime you've got any stories that relate to anything you've heard on this show or any shows previously, we've done a couple hundred of them. So <laughs> if you got a bit of spare time today, why not browse the catalogue? <laughs> Take a walk down memory lane. Do you know how many we've done, Bron? You'd, you'd can, have that queen of stats. Be, is it in the six, sixes, 600? We've done, this will be 788. Lordy. Well, what are we going to do for our thousandth show? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Fart in my face, probably. That's what, <laughs> that's what we'll we'll have do. fire in our veins. <laughs> uh, come show a thousand. But we've still got a few to get through before then, including tomorrow. So hopefully you can join us for that one very, very soon. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. What about this? What about this? I said maybe I'm going to get something savoury. (laughs) (laughs) Some chips and sauce. And a battered sausage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>